Welcome to Blind Love Radio. I'm your host, Anna Rosen. Enjoy these heartfelt conversations having to do with creativity, transformation, and the divine. Hello, hello, people. Welcome back to Blind Love Radio. We have Veronica today from Sacred Wild Tarot on Instagram. That is her handle. And she is a tarot reader that I met in Lindsay Mack's Tarot for the Wild Soul course. And she's such a sweetheart. And we talk all about tarot and social anxiety is like a big topic that we cover and what it's like to live with social anxiety, what it's like to give readings with social anxiety, um, different tarot cards that have come up around this topic, um, trauma being stored in the body, and how that can impact us when we're around other people, and maybe not wanting to be around other people, and what it's like to be an introvert, but needing connection also. So I know a ton of people struggle with this, so I feel like it's going to be really helpful to anybody that is going through it to know that they are not alone. And I think in general, like any kind of anxiety, if you have anxiety, this is the podcast for you, my friend. So a lot of people have it. I feel like we got to lessen the stigma around it. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. There's nothing wrong with you. It's just, you know, a thing we (laughs) gotta get through. I don't really know if I have, like, any, like, short thing to say about it. Because, you know, it's not something that can just be, like, defined in a sentence, right? I don't want to oversimplify it. Um, So let's go into this hour-long conversation about it, shall we? All right. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Okay, so go ahead and introduce yourself to everyone. Hi, I'm Veronica from Sacred Well Tarot. I am a tarot reader, a mom, a wife, um, I do a little bit of everything. I'm a Gemini rising, so I like do here and there, and sometimes I don't finish everything, but (laughs) that's just me, and right now I'm on just a a self-discovery journey with the tarot, with with everything. I love that. So how did you find tarot? Uh, It's a boring boring story. It's just that Barnes & Noble. I started looking, uh-huh. <laughs> looking at books, and I've always been into like the metaphysical stuff and the spiritual stuff. And it just—I saw a deck, and I was like, "Let me try this." I love and that. That's so Gemini, though. Just your neighborhood yeah. bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I you know, I, I I never judge a book by its cover uh-huh. until like I have experience with it. Um, and tarot was always like a big no-no, you know, I I grew up in a Catholic family, so it's always been, like, taboo, and the devil, and (laughs) Uh so, I, 
I don't know what it was. Maybe it was me being rebellious. Who knows? <laughs> How old were you? Were you or, a teenager? I was, uh, yeah. Well, I was an older teenager. I was probably like 17. Yeah, that's like how old I yeah. was. Mm-hmm. And that was like my rebellious stage, so it could have been a little bit of that. It's just I just like, I don't know, something about the artwork and the cards. and it, I just remember it feeling so like mystical. Mm-hmm. What about you? <laughs> so similar thing. I got like a reading in high school by someone, and then I kind of like brushed it off, and then around... I think it was maybe, like, 19. I saw in one of those, like, random, like, neighborhood, like, papers, like, a penny saver type thing, like, an article about tarot. Like, you could use tarot to, like, brainstorm about your life. And I was like, that sounds fun. So I just, like, went to a shop and bought a deck (laughs) and then proceeded to, like, use it and freak myself out and, like, throw it away and then, like, buy a new deck and, like, throw that away. And it was, like, I would torture myself. So that that was a similar journey of mine, too, is, like, you kind of get, like, freaked out about it because then, you know, like, everybody's like, that's, like, the devil's work and you don't want to get involved in that. And I remember watching this scary movie at the time. It was some scary, like, horror movie, and I just, I, I put my deck away for, like, a year. I didn't touch it. It was one of those, like, uh, religious movies, scary movies. Uh-huh. And so I put my deck away for, like, a year and then slowly got back into it. And the fear, you know, the fear just kind of went away. But I, I feel like a lot of people go through that stage with their tarot deck. Well, like, it's like, get, like trusting. Yeah, it's like trusting you're communicating with something yeah. you can't see. So, of course, yeah. like, you have to build that trust with it. Right. Um, and we both did Lindsay Mack's Tarot for the Wild Soul. And I feel like I love how she talks about, like, using your deck every day. So it becomes, like, an anchor. Yeah. And then it's, like, I totally, like, I've been doing, like, pulling a card every day since I did her class. And just this idea of, like, seeing it in your every day and seeing how it's not scary. It's just... It's like a divine love, really. Yeah, and it's, it's, I think she said this, um, like, it's like a mirror. Yes, you know, totally. It just, it, it just kind of reflects what you're going through, and at least that's how I use it. Um, just, you know, it just sort of like a check-in with yourself, with, like, your mental, emotional, even physical self, um, which has been a nice addition to my practice is, is that, you know, pulling a card in the morning and seeing what themes and, and things I can find and then looking back on the day, if I get the time, so I'm a mother of three, um, you know, just kind of seeing, like, what played in and all that. Do you have any, like, fun medicine stories from any cards you've pulled? Um, I don't know, but I've been pulling a lot, um, temperance <laughs> Ooh, i love that that's yeah. big medicine yeah well there's like a lot of stuff i'm processing right now um with therapy and with my life and then so getting that card feels healing in a way or like yeah. an affirmation that things are going well um but that is a card that's been it, it it's not one that i i'm really that familiar with like personally but this year it's been a lot of temperance what year are you in, like, numerologically? Yeah, uh, I had this, I had it written down somewhere and I forgot. Um, 
I wanted to say it's the Empress. Ooh, I love that. And it's an yeah. Empress here? I think it's, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Have you seen, I feel like going to therapy is like very receiving. Like you're like create, you're like holding that space for yourself to like explore everything. Yeah. Um, It's been, it's been really helpful. Um, I have a lot of social anxiety Mm -hmm. and just peeling back the layers because, you know, um, has been like eye opening and I've been using the tarot for that. And one of the cards that uh, you were speaking about medicine has been the, the emperor. Ooh. Like that is, yeah, that is a card that I've never liked. Uh-huh. Um, Tell me more. It's, yeah, it's just, it, it feels very, um, I don't know, I, I have a lot of trauma with, um, with, with men. So I think that when I pull that card, it used to trigger some different, like, difficult emotions. Um, but I also, I see it now, too, as sort of, like, um, my social anxiety. When it comes up reverse for me. Mm. Um, a helpful um, medicine that Lindsay shared once was how like the emperor is about taking up space and being seen mm-hmm. um, and that's something I struggle with as you know dealing with social anxieties being seen feels scary totally it's so, <laughs> so what vulnerable do you, you know, what do you do you become rigid you become uptight or you put up walls um, so that's something that I'm peeling back with the emperor is trying to find that um I don't know if it's confidence, but maybe courage to, like, be vulnerable. Yes. (laughs) And, like, be seen. Like, it's okay to be seen. Um, So the emperor is a big, I feel like I'm I'm still working with him and and trying to find a relationship with the emperor. Um, I don't know. What do you think? (laughs) That's so beautiful. I had never even thought about that with social anxiety. But, like, I have social anxiety so bad, and I feel, <laughs> and I have a podcast. <laughs> I, yeah. Totally, I like know the it. The amount of prep work it takes for somebody with, like, for social anxiety um, is a lot. You know, like, for me, like, I have to, like, prep myself, like, it's okay. <laughs> You're going to be okay. It, it's, it's mostly that. Well, for me, it's mostly being seen. You know, uh-huh. well, um, it's like a safety thing too. It's yeah, like feeling like if you have like past trauma or like yeah. things that have you haven't been safe in those situations before to like reassure yeah. yourself, like I'm gonna take care of you, like it's okay to like re engage yeah. and like go back in. Yeah, that's been a big one for me taking care of yourself because I feel like, well, there was a lot of neglect too that I grew up with, so taking like just nurturing yourself is big you know being that empress and and giving yourself you know even if like you're not hungry but you know you need to eat like Mm -hmm. little things like that little Um, slash big things yeah yeah right stuff that you wouldn't really think about but yeah yeah so it's, it's been it's been interesting and it's, it's a journey. Social anxiety is a journey. <laughs> totally. It, yeah. So. How do, you, uh-huh. how do you deal with that? I feel like I, I feel like I used to like smoke weed and that really helped. 
and I smoked for like 10 years and I recently just stopped. So, and not for like, not that I think it's like bad or anything. I just feel like I'm in this very like temperance with it of like, I really truly believe that it's like a medicine and I feel like it's just no longer my medicine anymore. Where for so long, it really helped me because it like relaxed those defenses. So I could go in there and I, especially since like I don't drink and I felt like that's like such a big social thing to be able to like drink and it kind of like, you know, loosens all your fears about like getting to know people and you can really be yourself. And when I didn't have that, like smoking really helped because I felt like it was a safer alternative that I could, it still felt like I was safe. Um, And it kind of just like, it helped just gloss over all of that anxiety and bring it down. Um, And now I feel like I'm in these social situations without that. And it's like a complete like relearning. And it's like completely different. Like my neighbors asked, like they were talking to me outside and it was like, I didn't have my usual, like I wasn't high and it was like, which I usually would have been. And I feel like I would have been more relaxed, but like, I was also like more engaged at the same time. Like I wasn't like, I was more fully present because I feel like almost like you're, it's like a little bit of a buffer between you and the experience, which isn't like good or bad. It's just, I feel like it helps like smooth over those edges. So now it's like being there with like all the rough edges and really like being in it and like I think I'm just like accepting that that's what it is and I'm like it's fine and then after I'm like I didn't die that was good (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome even though it feels like my brain is telling me like I am going to die like it feels like you're gonna die but Um, yeah, I'm definitely not, not an expert at it whatsoever. I feel like I struggle with it like a thousand percent. Um, but I'm trying to get better at it little by little, just by like showing up anyway, even though I know I'm going to be uncomfortable because I don't want to, yeah, because I also don't want to like isolate myself and like, you know, it's like I long for connection, but then I also like isolate myself because yeah, I'm well, like I'm introverted too. So it's totally like you're introvert, and then like you have these anxieties. So it's so hard to like. Well, for me, it's a lot harder to make friends now that I'm older. Uh huh. Because all that, and I'm a mother of three. Like it's hard to get out of the house, but um, it can be very isolating, especially if you have like all these different things. Um. But it's interesting with your journey and, and weed because I, I, I never smoked uh-huh. until my 30s. I'm 34. Um, but I recently got approved for my medical marijuana card. Yes, girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. Queen. <laughs> so so I've, been, I've been using that um, as medicine, you know, to just kind of like help me um, get to certain things like the gym causes anxiety for me so like mm-hmm. that helps me just like 
get in and get that exposure so that you know that the anxieties kind of like melt away yeah it totally like smooths the edges out yeah like I feel like without using weed in my 20s like I wouldn't have done like so many things like I'm a hairstylist also and I started using weed when I was when I just started like maybe 19 the same time Uh around that I found tarot um and it completely changed my world like it completely opened it up and I like had signed up for hair school when I was like maybe 17 and I like was gonna do it and I had like all the black clothes ready because you have to wear all black and like I I was like I was you know I signed up I said I was gonna do it and then the morning came and I was just so scared and like I didn't do it I couldn't bring myself to go and that was that was before I started smoking and I was just that anxiety was just so bad and once I started smoking maybe around like 18 19 like I enrolled again and it completely Uh opened me up and like I was able to go then and it just blows my mind that like I almost like gave up on that opportunity and now I've been doing hair for like 10 years and like that's such like a social thing thanks that's such a social thing too totally but like to be able to like put yourself in those new situations and I remember like weed being such a big part of that process and it's just like I think about it as like temperance like yeah it's like things are constantly changing like your body is constantly changing like you always like you need different things and I think just honoring like whatever you need it's like completely right I love that that's awesome um so it's been interesting I I mean it's I'm trying to um like limit my drinking Mm -hmm. but you know so I've been replacing a little bit with that not that I'm, I'm not you know I don't have trouble with like um drinking or anything like that but I just feel like I'd rather try something else than had to like drink and feel comfortable at like a social event um so it's it's been it's been interesting and it's so stigmatized still um yeah it is it's it's so silly yeah um especially about like older people you know like Mm -hmm. um, my family doesn't know (laughs) ah that's so hard yeah so but how do you deal with like doing tarot readings and having social anxiety I'm like so curious now um you know what like whenever I even do like any of these podcasts like I'll be done this is so gross but like my I'll sweat so much like my whole shirt will be like soaked like I just (laughs) like I just know that it's going to be that I'm, I will be nervous, but like, I just choose to do it anyway. It's like totally yeah. that nine of swords card. Like, yes. Yes. totally. It's like, it's oh, so nice. scary and it feels so real. And I, I, you know what I was watching? Um, do you, did you watch Mindhunter? No. Okay, so it's really good. It's about serial killers, but not the point. (laughs) So the guy, the cop in it starts having like panic attacks 
And uh-huh. the therapist woman is like, you know, it may not be like an actual real thing, but the physical effects are so real, are really real. And I feel like that was so validating to hear because I feel like so many times it's like, oh, just like get over it. It's like no big deal. Like just do it. But it's like it's so physical that that becomes even more scary. Like my own, I get scared of like my own body and how I'll respond to it. Mm -hmm. Like, like with driving, like I have like, a lot of anxiety with like driving on the highway and I've had like panic attacks on the highway (laughs) and like it's been like a battle with like conquering that and just like it's been like accepting myself like this is who you are like it's okay like it runs in my family have you read this book no, what? It, ooh, the body keeps score. I feel like the I saw that score. today. It's so it talks about that and how like you have like these physical reactions to like trauma and you know how it manifests in different ways. You know, it could be like nightmares or just feeling co- uncomfortable. And what you were saying it was just reminding me of that and how like how real some things are, but you know, people just are so quick to just be like, oh, just get over it. You'll, you're okay. Totally. And it's like, that's like, I feel like it feels so belittling and so dismissive. And it's hard to like keep showing up in the presence of like, like, am I, should I not even be feeling this way? Like, and then you start being even harder on yourself, which like doesn't help anything. Yeah. Well, that, I like that you brought up Nine of Swords nine of swords because it's like it's what you don't know is going to keep ruling you so you'll keep doing the same things over until you face them totally yes so i like so i've been i get really anxious like so i do wedding hair so like those are like really big there's a lot of anxiety anyway with like it's a big group of people i'm like this is a huge event for them and then with the driving on top of it, it's just, like, a lot. And so I've really, like, relied on my family to help me, like, get to these weddings. And I've really been, like, going into my dreams. This sounds, like, so woo-woo. But I've really been, like, trying <laughs> oh, to... Oh, I saw that. Yeah, so... How's uh-huh. that? So I've been trying to do, like, a lot of dream work around this. And, like, I drove to my first wedding last week... And I haven't got, driven myself to one in, like, two years. Wow. And Congrats. Thank you. And it seems, like, so little, but that's, like, such a big thing for me. And to just, like, know that I'm, like, I'm working towards healing myself and knowing, like, I'm, like, it was, it was, like, on Connecticut. So, but it was still, like, in D.C., which I get, like, anxious yeah, about. But, and I still feel, like, anxious about going on the highway, but just to know that I'm making, like, some sort of progress here, like, feels so good. Every little progress. Every little thing. Like, I feel like whether it's, like, going outside and talking to my neighbors is, like, big thing. Like, driving, big thing. Like, these little things, like, 
But those are like the it's the nine of swords. It's like it happens in your everyday life. Like anxiety, yeah. it follows you everywhere. So yeah. to be able to like free yourself of it in any possible way, I feel like adds up over time. Where it's like then you're really living like your authentic self. Yeah, the nine of swords came up a lot last year. I remember. Um, and there was just a lot of anxiety about even like with the tarot course when it ended, I wanted to start reading in person and I was just having so much like anxiety about it. Um, and that's part of the reason why I chose to go to a therapy is just to help me get to a place where it doesn't seem so like scary. Um, I think you also did yoga training. Yes. Yoga teacher training. I did. So did I. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So, and, and I never started teaching either for the same reasons. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel that. I'm not so, into it. <laughs> so I'm just, I mean, I'm being, I'm being um, gentle with myself too because I don't want to put like so much pressure on top of like the mothering stuff and being a wife. Um, but it's, it's, you know, it can, it can be really like overwhelming sometimes to have social anxiety and like it's almost like those what are they called? Um, invisible illnesses. You yes, know? Like, totally. Yeah. And it's so stigmatized too. Yeah. Like I yeah. feel like it's it's seen as like such a handicapped, and I'm like so embarrassed about it, mm-hmm. and it's really I, hard. I <laughs> yeah, but I feel like it's like I know cognitively like I shouldn't be, and I know that it's like not my fault like I'm not choosing to do this to myself and I'm trying to just like be compassionate that like you're a nice human you do a lot of good things (laughs) even though like these aren't your strong suits but I also like I feel like I'm starting to find like what is manageable like one-on-one conversations I'm good with Like, when it's a bigger group, it's a lot harder, and it takes a lot more of my energy. So knowing that, like, I can't do, like, a bunch of big events in a row, like, I need time by myself to, like, regroup. And Mm -hmm. just knowing that I have, like, a super sensitive nervous system and, like, honoring that. Yes. And, like, also, like, yeah. So I think just, like, experimenting and also if I, like, do something and I really, like, hate it and I just know it's, like, not for me, I'm not going to, like, keep making myself do it. Yeah. Which I feel like is really big. Like, not, like, because it almost almost feels like a punishment. Then it's, like, why am I punishing myself? Yeah. And that's, that's kind of, that's what I've been going through too, is before I would beat myself. Like, why is, why is it so difficult? Like, there's all these other people just like throwing themselves in. Um, so that's a big thing I've been doing this year, just being okay with it. <laughs> like, you know, yes. like, you're, you're okay. Um, yeah, not comparing yeah. yourself to other people. Yeah. But I feel What's like. What's your favorite card right now? Ooh, my favorite card. Well, I've definitely been going through the moon card. Of like just going with your dreaming with my dreaming totally and also just like going into the unknown and like really like I decided this year I didn't want to have kids Mm -hmm. and that was kind of like up in the air and I wasn't really sure and then Mm -hmm. 
with not smoking anymore. Like that was such a big part of my life that I'm like, what am I going to do with my life? And it just feels like this complete, like no plan. Like (laughs) I'm just like, I don't know. Are you a big planner? I don't even know that I'm a big planner, but just the idea of the unknown, like not even having like a loose concept of a plan makes me anxious. I guess I am a planner. I, yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) My family would make fun of you right now. My sister would be like, yes, you are. Like, if anything, like, changes in a plan, I get really anxious. Okay. Like, I think it's just with that idea of, like, because you're mentally preparing for something, and then something changes, and it just, like, throws me off the rails. I don't know. It's who I am. (laughs) (laughs) And I think just like, so the moon card has really been like trusting that spirit's there and it's going to guide me to where I need to be. Yeah. Yeah. Have you found that that's been like helpful? The moon, with the moon? Which is like, I feel like tarot in general is very like spirit guiding you. Yeah, yeah. For sure, especially when you get those cards and, like, um, the message, like, comes instantly, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that makes me feel, like, um, connected or tapped in or, you know, or with source or whatever. Um, yeah, you know, just sometimes it just, like, it just flows in, like, the messages flow in and and it, feel, it feels right. I don't know how, you know, how you, when you're reading... Um, but it just, it just feels right. That's awesome. Yeah. But the moon, the moon card is something that I'm also going through, I think, Uh (laughs) with like, um, with everything in life, I guess. And definitely like trying to find your place. Yeah. Like that, just that feeling of like, I'm trying all these new things and like, I want to find like where I fit. Yeah, like what fits, what what needs to go, or totally, you know, what direction to take. Do you like, do a I lot usually, of ritual? Did I what? Do you do a lot of ritual, or ever do ritual, um, or? No, not much. I well, the most like ritual I do, I'll do is like uh, baths and Ooh, love that. candles. Love that. I like that. I love fire. I'm an Aries too, so I love fire magic and and um. That's the awesome. Baths, I'm from it the most, my favorite. <laughs> okay, so you're an Aries. What's your moon sign? Um, Virgo. Ooh, that's so perfect. Yeah. I lo- I feel like Virgos can have like so much perfectionism where they like don't want to do anything. I feel like uh, yeah, yeah, and then with social anxiety, imagine like <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. Where do you feel so, like, do you feel like it, like, came from a certain place? Or do you feel like there's something you get really, like, nervous with in social situations particularly? Like, um, well, I was thinking about that um, recently. For me, like, my anxiety is about, um, I guess, being vulnerable to being, like, seen. I grew up with a, a, a really violent father. I grew up with a lot of domestic violence. So, um adults in my life were just they didn't feel safe so I would just hide (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I think that my social anxiety stems a lot from from that it's just you know not feeling safe 
um, not wanting to be seen. Um, and, and so now that I'm trying, and I want to be seen, so there's that struggle, right, where it feels safe to not be seen, but you also want to be seen. Um, so um, I think that's kind of like where it stems from, like honestly, and, and accepting that, because at first I didn't want to accept that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's, it's hard, it's hard to, you know, to accept that, you know those kind of things um but (laughs) totally yeah I'm with you what about you I feel like for me it's like low Mm self-esteem and feeling like I'm not like my always thing was like I felt like I wasn't good enough so like I feel like when I was a teenager I would like try and be the life of the party and like I like rebelled and was so like so wild because I felt so uncomfortable in my own skin. So I like went over the top to like try and make up for it. Um, And then I think the weed, when I started using weed, it really helped me like be more in my own body and like accept my body for who I really was. And it just, it felt like, it just made me feel like more comfortable in my skin. Yeah. Um, and it like, I'd say it like never fully like went away because like I would always have to be like smoking to feel that. But I mean, it definitely like helped, you know, to yeah. be able to at least like get through life, right? Right. <laughs> um, so I think I'm like still working on it. Like I definitely don't have great self-esteem I think I try like but it's hard I'm really hard on myself I feel like I'm what's your sign I'm a Capricorn okay (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's very Capricorn too um and then I'm a Pisces moon and a Scorpio rising so yeah. it's always my husband's a Scorpio. Oh really? I feel like it's very like worst case scenario thinking. <laughs> <laughs> like everything's like so intense and like we oh, got a lot of water. So much water. Yeah. So much. And I think I get like swept away and then when I already feel like I'm not like grounded in my body, uh-huh. like I think that can be so hard. Like I had like maybe like a year or two where it felt like I was like floating outside of my body like I was in like looking down on myself like I was so disconnected and I was walking around like just yes (laughs) and it was like I felt like for so long I would subconsciously like try and be perfect to where I was trying to like people please everybody Uh like when I found Lindsay Mack like I did her swords class was the first class and I learned about like the two of swords and this idea of like not people pleasing and like really taking the time to like go within and really see like what's going on with you and like creating boundaries are so hard for me which I feel like is a big emperor thing. um like my emperor emperor is my life card so that's definitely like what i'm trying to learn i suck at that but mine is the the empress Ooh, i love that yeah that's so cool do you feel like you like that's like a hard energy 
Um, yeah, yeah, because it comes down to the same thing about um, not feeling safe, you know? Um, it's hard to to tap into that, that like, big um, nurturing, growthful nature. Um, they both just feel a little bit foreign to me right now. <laughs> Do you feel like, I almost feel like they're, like, the same energy. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, right? I mean, well, the, the emperor feels a little bit more um, of a presence. Like, the empress is more of, like, a, for me, it's more of, like, a, a feeling. Hmm, yeah. Like a receptive, like a receiving. And mm-hmm. then the emperor is more of, like, a giving, like, giving yourself and showing up that taking up space and then the empress is like it's more of like that receiving um i can't word it right now just being able to receive (laughs) it's so scary to receive even like receiving is is difficult for me like receiving a compliment or um or receiving help yeah yeah why is that so hard it's like, I'm not perfect. I need help. It's like, of course yeah. we're not perfect. But it's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it feels like such a slap in the face when you need to ask for help. I don't know why it, like, stings so much. I don't know why. And, like, you know, we come from, like, societies that that need community. You know, we need mm-hmm. that. And it's, we're so detached. I feel like it's just... um especially with like technology now, like it's so easy to like isolate yourself and not be in that space with like other people. And I feel like it's so weird because social anxiety, it's like you think like it'll help by isolating yourself to like avoid the problem, but then it just gets worse. And I feel like it's so funny that like the remedy is in doing what you're scared of. Mm-hmm. like in like little small manageable doses so it doesn't feel like your brain is like trying to kill yourself <laughs> <laughs> yeah like for me like I crave you know like you want those social relationships and stuff but then it's it's just it's like the process of getting there is difficult for me totally like you want it but like okay well <laughs> you gotta like expose yourself uh-huh. um, and that's what's hard totally What's your favorite card? Right now, I'd say the star. Ooh, I love the star. <laughs> yeah, the star reminds me of, like, the nervous system and, like, healing and calming. And, um, and that's what I'm trying to do, just being gentle. And um, I love the star in the Mother Peace deck because I it seen feels it. like that. What does it look like? It's uh, this lady is in, like, this... Um, this pool of water and she has like her eyes closed and um it just the scenery looks so relaxing and and like hopeful have you ever tried a float tank no i've heard about it you should try one that's kind of that's what it reminds me of (laughs) it does there's one in bethesda it's, oh, okay. It's, like, kind of expensive, but, like, I'll do it for, like, a treat for myself, like, on my birthday or something. Um, and you just, like, lay in there. 
it's like a ton of magnesium because you have all the salt so it like really helps to like give your muscles all of this like amazing nutrients that it needs and it just completely like especially if you get really anxious with like sensory overload which I definitely have a problem with I feel like my yeah like my nervous system gets like with really loud noises and a bunch of talking or like driving like the rumbling of everything and the like yeah. Like I get really it's like hard to like concentrate on one thing. Um so by going into the float tank it's like completely dark. So you have that sensory like gone and then it's silent and your body is like weightless because you're held up by all the salt so you don't even feel your body really. So it's like you can go into this like rest and repair mode so easily and it's like the best rest that that reminds me have you watched on stranger things yes uh uh-huh totally it's like when she goes into the water it's a less spooky version of that (laughs) totally there's no like weird upside down world um with weird creatures but speaking of upside down world since I'm like new to to cannabis and all that, we I made a a canna honey thing. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> and I had too much, and I swear I felt like I was in the upside. Dude, world. I, I believe it. Totally. So bad. Yeah, you know what's really good? I feel like when you have anxiety, like a one-to-one is really good. Yeah, yeah. Like having that CBD to like knock down a little bit of like the paranoid effects that can happen. And I feel like you'll find like what strains you like. Like definitely like more indicas are going to be better. And like, like sativas I just like couldn't handle. Yeah, I think it was a sativa. and then you're like in it because you ate it you're in it and then it's like you know i almost felt like um when i was in labor like it would come in waves Mm -hmm. yes and i would just be like all right it's you just gotta breathe (laughs) totally yeah i feel like that's why like a pen is really good or just like smoking it because it's like you know it's gonna wear off soon so if you took too much it's like not a big deal Right. Yeah, the, I feel like the eating it is like pros. Like my husband eats like two hundred milligrams every night. Oh yeah, because it. Die. I know I would die also. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no big deal. <laughs> oh my god! But like your body reacts to it, so I'll see him start sweating, and then he'll be like. I'm anxious. I think it's kicking in. But, like, he'll know. Like, it's so funny to watch. Yeah, I was watching, um, I don't know if you um, have mice. Uh-huh. I was watching uh, 2 Chains. Oh, like I love show. 2 Chains. It's the most expensive. Yes. <laughs> yes. And they had to, like, pause him because he, I think he had already, like, ingested, like, a thousand milligrams of oh THC. My God. And I was like, how the hell, like... I don't know. Have you ever seen Bong Appetit? That's yes. really fun. I love Vanessa. Yeah. <laughs> She's so funny. 
Love and Action Bronson. Yes. I'm obsessed. I think it has the ancient aliens. Oh, God. Yeah, that show is so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. I love that. Yeah. yeah so that's awesome. It's been, it's been interesting. <laughs> that's so cool that you came to it after, like, all that time. Yeah, I just, I, I've never. How did you find it? Like, what made you start using it? Um, well, I never, well, my sister, my younger sister. Um, I love that. Hey, sis. Yeah. She introduced it to me, like, in my 30s, and that was the first time I smoked, and it, it was, it was okay. Like, it, you know, I just felt relaxed. Um, and then I didn't do it again till uh, years later. And then in therapy, I talked to my therapist, and she's really, like, um, she's really, like, okay with it and she thought it might help you know with, with calming some of like the symptoms or, or helping me do things that I normally wouldn't do uh, and so I applied and I got it and it's been pretty helpful I mean I haven't you know I haven't had issues with it besides um overdoing it with edibles <laughs> yeah <laughs> Totally. That's awesome. I love, and that feels like such a temperance thing. Like yeah. diving into this whole world and like, it feels like that reflective water, like she's got like one toe in and it's mm-hmm. like discovering this whole new world that like opens you up to something new. It's so cool. Right. Oh, I wanted to ask you, I saw in your stories, you asked about the sixth house. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Did you get any good responses? I did. I got really good responses. Okay, so the sixth house, for anybody who's listening who didn't see, who's not up on my Insta stories, <laughs> it is this, I was asking, what's the difference between the sixth house, which is like work, and then the tenth house, the tenth which house. is career? And I was like, well, I don't even get it. Like, they're the same thing, right? Yeah. But they said... That the sixth house is more like everyday tasks that you do that's work and like more of like what you do to make money and then your 10th house is like your vocation. So like your purpose in life and like how you're seen and somebody also said like the sixth house can also be called like the house of servants. So like what you do to serve others. And then I think the 10th house is more like what serves your soul a little bit. Like my 6th house is in Aries. And that totally makes sense because I'm dealing with people's heads. Like I'm doing hair. And then I know, right? And then the 10th house. I have a shitload of of planets in the 6th house. Do you really? I have none. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. You're like meant to be doing tarot readings. Is like, <laughs> and I forgot what else I have in there. Oh, my my south node is in there. Have you smoked yet doing a tarot reading? Um, for myself. Oh my god, you have to yeah. try smoking and give somebody a reading because that really helped me. I haven't. I've only done one sober so far <laughs> for somebody else, which it was fine, but. Um, 
but that really would help me because it would help me like tune in and I wouldn't feel like so self-conscious about like like you get stuck in your head yeah 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 so you should try it I know we're close to each other so if you ever want to practice on me feel free (laughs) (laughs) yeah so the, the sixth house, it, it always just seemed off. Like, I couldn't really understand the difference between, like, the, like you said, like, mm-hmm. the tenth house and then the sixth house. What's, your, what's in your tenth house? Um, I don't think I have anything in there. Oh, you're Taurus, though, right? No, because um, you're an yeah. Aries. You're Capricorn. Capricorn the is in the tenth. Um, no, you're Gemini rising. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm saying... <laughs> Getting all of the wrong information. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. Pisces. Oh, that Pisces. makes sense. I feel like those are so similar houses. Yeah. Like, They're very similar. So that could be hard to... I could see where you're, like, struggling to make a difference between uh-huh. them. Because really, like, it's hard to understand the difference of, like, Scorpio and Pisces, almost. Like, they seem yeah. like a very similar energy. I love Scorpios. Like, um, a lot of my good friends have been Scorpios. I love Scorpios, too. Yeah. We're intense, but fun. They're intense. They're a little crazy, but... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love them. (laughs) They make things interesting, though, I would say. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. I feel like... Yeah, my... Uh Uh-huh. Go ahead. My husband is, like, he's Scorpio rising, Scorpio sun. And he's, he's a Scorpio. Like, he's such a Scorpio. Um, but he has a Leo moon. So that kind of, like, I guess... Ooh, that's, that's kind interesting. Of like, where we, like, mesh. But... Yeah, because you have a Virgo moon. So you're yeah. thinking about everybody like, else. And then he's thinking yeah. about himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you guys balance it. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. So where do you have, where's Virgo? What house is that in? It's my fourth house. Ooh, I have a moon in my fourth house too. Me too. Yeah. In the fourth house, Virgo. How do you feel like that? Maybe that's where our social anxiety comes from. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I relate to you so much. It's so funny because I think I Googled once like, um, how does social anxiety come up in, like, birth charts? Mm-hmm. And I forgot what I found, but I'm going to have to redo that. Yeah, I need to Google that ASAP. Maybe it is the moon. I think so. House. I feel like you come across very, like, Pisces in the 10th house. Yeah. Like, you come across very, like, you seem very Pisces. You seem Pisces more Pisces. You seem more Scorpio than Pisces, though. Well, I have a lot of Scorpio um, planets, planets, I guess. Yeah. I have my south node there, and then the outer planets, Pluto and um, Saturn. I feel like I don't seem Capricorn at all. No, you don't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> my husband's a Capricorn moon and Capricorn rising, and uh-huh. I feel like he is the most Capricorn person I have like ever come in contact with. <laughs> And they say, like, also, like, Capricorn, you have really strong bones. And yeah. he got, he, like, was at work, and a lawnmower got dropped on his hand. And 
and it did not oh break. God. It just got like really swollen, and the lady was like, "I don't know how this yeah. didn't break." And I was like, "It's your Capricorn bones." That's so funny. <laughs> but I feel like they say when you have somebody with like the moon, you kind of like master that energy, or like mm-hmm. you're more comfortable with it. Um, and I feel like I'm learning from him, like how to be a Capricorn. So that's interesting. Like that's, how you know, that's interesting because when I was younger, um, I guess I was more of an Aries. Like I was, I was really rebellious and like hmm. um, a lot more impulsive and and just like outgoing. I guess. And Where's then your as Aries? I got older, I became more of a Virgo. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Where is your Aries? What house? Um, my eleventh house. Well, that makes sense. It was, like, social yeah. situations. Like, your yeah. community. Mm-hmm. And then, I guess, like, by the time you became a mom, you're, like, at home. So, you grew at more home, into yeah. that Virgo placement. More, yeah, now I feel more Virgo. Like, I'm not as, like, impulsive. Totally. <laughs> I think things through now. <laughs> but I wonder if it's, like, based on your environment, too. That, too. Yeah. Because it's, like, yeah. if you're home more, then you're going to have more of, like, your moon activated. Yeah. Ooh, that's so interesting. Yeah. Social I, anxiety. I find astrology so interesting, but it's so complicated. So complicated. Like, I've read so many books, and like I, <laughs> I just can't. Like my brain, it like fries my brain. I do. You, what do you like? If you could do like any type of like mystical service, what would you do? Um. Mystical service, <laughs> yeah. um, or I guess anything. I have, I but... have my social anxiety. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> like if you just like um, magically like learned the skill, like you don't even need to like learn it. Yeah. You just know it. Gosh, um, well, I would definitely keep tarot, um, and just expand on that. And <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's happening. It's gonna happen. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> What would yeah, I do? I, I feel like... I do, uh-huh. No, go I ahead. I do Reiki, too, so... Ooh, that's like, cool. I, would, I would definitely want to um, restart that up again, because I got I got that certification during my YTT. Uh-huh. Um, but it's it's the same thing, you know, the, the social anxiety and getting out there. Um, but we're going to do it. We're going to do it. <laughs> it's hard when you, like, touch other people. Especially, I like. Well, I like, I like, I like touching. Do you? I get very I anxious. Do. I'm like, don't touch me. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like <laughs> it depends. It depends. Like if it's if it's something like like Reiki, um, I'm fine with touching and and um, like friends, I'm fine with like them, you know, giving me hugs and all that. Um, it's more like in line, like don't like, right, like, like give me know, my like space. Yeah. Are you a massage person? Will you get, like, a massage? I like getting massages. I, like, hate getting massages. I think it might be a Capricorn thing. Uh-huh. Like, it makes me, like, I don't know. I just want to, like, crawl out of my skin. I think I, like, absorb other people's energy, too. Yeah. When I'm doing it. Or when... Like when you're getting one? Just when any kind of touch. Like, I feel uh-huh. like I get their energy. Yeah. I wonder... Do you, like, um... 
I guess you could work with like creating a, a like a boundary, like a mental boundary. I you know what's really helped is I've been like putting house plants like everywhere, and it. <laughs> It sounds weird, but I feel like it really grounds my energy. Yeah. It's, like, feels like a very, like, tangible Virgo thing when I have, like, all of that watery energy. Do you have a lot of Gemini? No, I have no Gemini. Yeah, no, but my husband's a Gemini. Oh, okay. So I get that. I get it coming. But I I have a really big third house. Oh, okay. So, I, like, all my progress chart is basically, like, all in the third house. Mm-hmm. Have you ever looked at, like, progress charts and stuff? Um, no, that's a, that's above my... You should look. It's my, so interesting. It's so crazy, yeah. like, seeing... That's like, that's, like, when your sunshine... Sun, sunshine. That's <laughs> when your sunshine changes, like, into the next one. Yeah, like, moves. <laughs> so, it kind of, like, shows you, like, your natal chart is, like what you came in with and then I feel like it's kind of like the roadmap and then your progress chart is like where you are right now on that little like map which is pretty cool that's awesome I well I have that app I don't know it's called um, time passages Ooh, do you like it I do and I think it has that option where you can like do the progress and like look at all that it's really interesting like seeing where your progressed moon is because that changes like every two Um, years moon is probably in scorpio by now (laughs) probably who knows (laughs) mine is in aries in the fourth house right now so it's like i'm starting this whole new cycle which feels like very new Uh and like i don't know where i'm going but it's like this new thing so it's really very aries it is. I agree. It feels yeah. like very validating to be seen by astrology. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you have social anxiety because you're like, yeah. I can't be seen, but I'm talking to somebody. <laughs> right? That's funny. I'm definitely going to look into that and see how that could show up in the chart. What's your experience with um, with astrology? So astrology, I love astrology. I feel like I'm not, I'm definitely not like an expert by any means. I'm just like dabbling and I've been like to try and learn it more. I've been looking up like my daily transits. So I just go on like astro.com and like see what's happening. Like I was trying to do like different apps like you were talking about where it shows you it kind of like tells you what's happening yeah but I feel like then it was hard to know like what actual planets were causing that Mm -hmm. um so it's been interesting like seeing what planets are at play and I've noticed like I'll have like a big chunk of transits with like one specific planet so, like, this has been, like, a really big Saturn year for me. I'm in my Saturn oh, okay. return. and oh, you're that? I, Saturn return? Oh, yeah, girl. I am having oh, that. You're a baby. It's intense. <laughs> <laughs> Pray for me. <laughs> You'll get through it. I'll get through What was your Saturn return like? Um, I was doing YTT at the time. Uh, it was, for me, it, it, I guess it was, like, a really spiritual... Um, 
journey. Like I, I kind of came into my. Well, you have it in Scorpio. I yeah, I had it in Scorpio. Yeah. Oh my god, that makes total sense. So it was way more of like trying to figure out like what my beliefs are, and um, that that's kind of like when I got more serious with the tarot too. Mm. Um, and I was just trying to like figure out what I was going to do with my job. Um, I was going to stay home or keep working. It was just like a really, um, it wasn't that intense. It was more of like, um, trying to figure out who I am and like what I want to do. Yes. It was a lot of that. Maybe that's kind of the the sixth house too. (laughs) Totally with your job. And I feel like also just with Saturn, like working and like responsibilities. Yeah. And, like, how are you going to become an adult? Like, what does an adult mean to you? I have it in my second house in Capricorn. And I feel like it's very much, like, what do I want to do? How do I want to, like... And also, like, how do I feel, like, value with what I do? And, like, valuing myself and the whole, like, self-esteem thing and, like, putting myself out there to other people. And Capricorn also rules my third house. Uh-huh. So I think with the podcast, like, my north node is in the third house. So, like, wow. communicating to people. Like, I started this podcast right as my Saturn return started, That's, which is so yeah. cool. And, like... you know building relationships with people Mm -hmm. and I have my my south node is in Leo in the ninth house and I feel like I have always mm -hmm. and it's always been very like like really thinking about myself and I feel like that's like a lot of like social anxiety like you get very self-conscious and I hyper vigilant yeah yourself you you're know, so you'll be so aware yeah totally <laughs> yeah and, and I, like uh-huh. what what kind of like um makes me like um not anxious but like annoyed sometimes is that people think people with social anxiety have no social skills and that I don't think that's the case with like everyone really why it's, do they think that you know I've gotten like oh but like you're you're like social like (laughs) like you're not like anti-social and blah blah blah. like how like they don't understand how I have social anxiety Um, totally because it's like hidden because they like perceive you well but it's like that's not the problem yeah so I think they they think other people think social anxiety is more of like you know those weird like quiet kids or like you know like it's just a different like, they don't understand that it's, like, a range of different things that social anxiety can show up as. Or something you don't even know, like, somebody has that. Totally. It's, like, they can seem like they're the life of the party, but exactly. they're, like, dying inside. And they're just being <laughs> over the top because they're, like, freaking out. It's a defense mechanism. Yeah. It's, like, look how yeah. crazy I am and you won't see how scared I am. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, like in college, I would I would drink a lot at social, you know, like things to just feel more like relaxed. And then the next day, I'd be like, oh my god, I'm such an idiot. Like, <laughs> so you get into like this cycle, right? Uh huh. And so that's 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 been a big thing too. It's just trying to 
do more social things without having to like drink or you know and get those the, my nervous system more used because I, I used to feel like after social things I would just feel so drained afterwards I don't know if that happens to you totally or like you just feel like you ran a marathon yes like just so drained totally and I think like accepting that and like knowing and I guess it's like accepting it but then also like trying to push myself out there like a little bit yeah and like figuring out like what my boundaries are and like what I'm capable of doing and like pushing the envelope a little bit but like not too much where I'm like torturing myself yeah it's like being kind to myself and you know doing things with other people yeah it's a hard balance. This is like a very Libra conversation we're having on the first day of Libra. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea that you had social anxiety. Like, you wouldn't get that, you know? Like, you'd have no idea, out. but you would know if you were right. here. <laughs> like, I'm getting so hot. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's totally it's like invisible. You have no idea. But like yeah. especially like I'll second guess myself after I do stuff like, oh, what did they think of me? Like are they yeah. like do they like me? Are they gonna <laughs> So part of like that for like healing for that for me has been like it's none of my goddamn business what they think of me. That's so hard. And that's so hard. It's right? so hard. You wanna know. You wanna know what like like what people think of you or like I wanna control what people think of me. Yeah, the but weird it's like, things. First of all, it's it's none of our business. Totally. And then second of all, it's it's out of our control. Like, you know, people have different like triggers and you could remind them of like their terrible ex boyfriend or like or you could remind them of like their mom you know it's just people will receive you differently totally and I think like accept it like allowing yourself to accept yourself it's like you also have to accept other people and like yeah they're gonna feel differently than you and like that's okay yeah that's been a big one for me is just accepting that people are gonna accept me based on how on their traumas or on their like whatever the hell they're going on in life right now and that that's not in my control you know mm-hmm. and that's been that's been a big lesson it's just trying to um be more accepting of that of like it's not my business what they think of me yes <laughs> you know? that's like, so hard to yes totally but and I, I want to know and I'll get like very obsessive about it but I think like also doing tarot I feel like has pulled me out of that because I think you get lost that's like such a mental state Because when you, like, start getting so mental like that, it's like you're disconnecting from your body and, like, who you really are. And I feel like it's almost like an escape thing. Because then you're not really in the moment anymore. You're just, like, worrying about the future or obsessing about, like, what happened in the past. And it's, like, when we, like, come back into our body, it's, It's like... It's that anxiety that mm -hmm. takes you out, right? Yes. And it's, it, that's been a big thing, too, is just being more in my body. Um, and yoga has been so helpful. Mm-hmm. Like, just getting myself in my body and 
out of my head and like you know different like yoga flows and just being there so will you go to classes at like a studio or does that make you Um, anxious or i'm okay with that i'm okay with that um usually what makes me anxious is um like speaking in front of large groups of people Mm -hmm. um going to events by myself oh i hate that i can't do (laughs) that yet i'm like bring my husband (laughs) you have to come with me (laughs) that's really hard is is um going to events by myself or um Um, yeah. What about you? I haven't been going to yoga. Like, I was doing it, and I don't know. I just felt like I I wasn't really being myself in the community. And I think I just, like, I let it go. I've been doing it at home, which feels good, and, like, just doing especially like doing it by yourself it feels like more I guess permission to like do whatever I'm feeling because I like I would love doing like child's pose in like the middle of a flow and do that for like a solid 10 minutes which is like very weird like it's definitely not socially appropriate I would say and it would be like the teacher would come up to me and it would be like are you okay and it's like I'm fine but then I would get really anxious like oh my god I wasn't doing everything that I was supposed to be doing and it would like send me into this cycle and it's like that's not what this is supposed to be about and like you know just the whole process of like driving to go get there and like traffic and it turned into this like more stressful thing than just being something that was supposed to like help my stress um so I'm kind of like I feel like in between like exercise like exercise has been like such a big part of my life to like get rid of anxiety because it's like Mm -hmm. a very like physical way to like burn it off because I feel like it's so palpable and it like builds up in my system and I need to like physically move my body to get it out yeah and every I don't know like I'm very I have like a lot of cardinal energy in Uh my chart and I guess you do too right with the Aries yeah and Mm I and I feel like I'll go in cycles with things And something that was, like, really good for me at one point, like, I'll change and I'll evolve and then it's just not the right thing anymore. So I feel like I'm in this, like, in-between point of, like, what really is my practice right now. And I feel like it's being, and I say practice as just, like, exercise in general. I feel like I really have, like, my spiritual practice down with, like tarot and dreaming and like talking with spirit and I don't know is for some reason like my where I was so like hyper vigilant about my body in other years as a way to like control to be able to like feel like I was controlling the anxiety and I wasn't really like tuning in with that like spiritual aspect now I feel like it's like completely different where, like, I'm, like, so in tune spiritually, but now I'm, like, I'm, like, not as concerned with my body. But, like, I'd love to be able to, like, find a balance. 
And I, I totally don't have, like, the answer, but... So, I'm in an in-between. Long story short. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's... I haven't been to any studios recently. I just don't have the time. And then... um, I like like being able to practice at my own pace. Mm Mm-hmm. At home. Um, That feels safe for me. And then, like you said, like, there's some poses that I just want to stay in for, like, five minutes. Yeah. And it feels, like, kinder to myself. Yeah. Because I can do, like, exactly what I need. I can do it for as long as I need. I don't need to be, like, dogmatic because I can definitely get, like, I feel, like, orthorexic where I'm, like, exercising all the time to try and, like, control my body, to control my mood. And as a way of like coping with anxiety um so I think like because I can definitely like I have like very strong Pluto in Scorpio (laughs) so (laughs) I feel like trying you know and just accepting it's who I am so you know it's fine (laughs) yeah it's been a lot like that for me this year it's just acceptance Yes. Like, it, it may seem like it's not much, but it's, like... That's so big. It's the biggest thing you can do is just yes. accept yourself and, and be kind to, you know, those uncomfortable feelings that come with um, social anxiety and, you know, some of the things you'll always live with, but um, just being able to accept that where you are and, like, and the fact that you're working towards getting to a different, you know, state with it, but. Totally. I could talk to you forever, <laughs> but I do have to go. To, yeah. I gotta get up early for work, so I'm gonna oh, go and do yeah. like, go eat dinner and all that. But thank you so much for doing no this, especially, I didn't know you were so socially anxious. Yeah. <laughs> a fellow anxiety person. I know, an ally. <laughs> uh, yes, totally. I'm going to go read that book. What was it called again? Oh, it's um, it's The Body Keeps the Score. I'm like halfway done with it. I love really it. Good. It looks so good. But yeah, it's just, it just talks about how some things become so unconscious, but your body keeps the score like it's in your body. You know, those uncomfortable feelings, that anxiety yes. or it's, it's really interesting. I recommend it. I'm and I'm not even done with it. <laughs> yes, I'm so grateful that you came on. I'm sure it was Thank like, anxi- it's always anxious to do a podcast. Yeah. But I didn't think, like, I hope that, um, you know, people can take something away from, like, being okay with having, like, these anxieties that... <laughs> You know, I always, it can be a little bit embarrassing to talk yeah. about because it just seems so, like, simple. And it makes you feel alone. Like, you're the only yeah. one doing it. But when you start talking with other people and they have it also, like, oh, like, hearing your story yeah. just makes me feel like I'm not alone in it, which I'm so yeah. grateful for. Yeah. Ah, you're su- right. such a beautiful soul. Thank you so Oh, can you tell everyone <laughs> where too. they can Thank find you? you. I hope one day yes totally whenever you want to give me a reading or just hang out and be social (laughs) socially anxious together yeah uh tell everyone where they can connect with you 
Uh, mostly on Instagram at uh, Sacred Wild Tarot. I do daily cards. Um, I'm taking a little bit of a break this year, but I've been on, off and on. Nice. Yeah. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great rest of your night. You too. Enjoy dinner. Thanks. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, maybe you want to rate and review this podcast or just share it with a friend who might enjoy it. Yeah, speaking of social anxieties, share it with a friend. There's a good place to start. I love it. Um, definitely connect with Veronica on her Instagram at Sacred Wild Tarot. And you can connect with her there and connect with me on the Instagrams at Blind Love Tarot. And that's it, guys. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And I would also like to say, like, how perfect is it that this episode was in Libra season? Like, relationship, social anxiety, like, kind of perfect, right? All right, that's it. Until next time, my loves, I will see you later. Mwah.